Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we are two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would. At a tailgate, in the backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to the Talking Dogs podcast episode four. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. Uh, Clint, first of all, I feel like it's in order. I feel like we should start the episode today with just a thank you to everyone out there who is listening and supporting this podcast. We we started this podcast, full disclosure, because we were already going to have all these conversations anyway. Yes. We figured we might as well record them, uh, and maybe one of our wives would listen. That was the hope. The hope was to make, basically make either your wife or my wife giggle and think, oh, they're so silly, and not hate the fact that we talk football all the time. Yeah, I think we may have failed in that regard. We have. Uh, we, but, unexpectedly, we have succeeded uh, in a regard that we never intended to. So we are uh, overwhelmed by all of your uh, support and the encouraging things that you've said. All of, the, all of you that have left us a rating on iTunes, especially uh, those yeah. of you that have written us a review. We've had several. We're not going to read them on here, but um, we really appreciate you if you've done that. Those things help us out a tremendous amount because they help people find us when they search for UJ Football Podcast on uh, iTunes or Google Podcasts or some other means. And so if you haven't done that yet, you could take two seconds right now while you're listening and uh, leave us a rating. Take... 10 seconds and write us a review and we would be incredibly grateful. Thank you to those of you again who have already done that. Yeah, huge thanks to you guys. Uh, and also share us with a friend. Retweet us, send an email, share the podcast with other people. Um, because I don't know if you guys have experienced this. You know that friend, Daniel, that gives you good movie recommendations? Like they go see a movie uh -huh. and then they come back and they say, hey, you really need to go see this. And you're like, oh, wow, that was really, really great. Well, it's a, great, uh, it's a great friend to have. Well, think of it. it think of this way, Dog Nation, Dog Fan. Uh, you send our podcast to somebody; they enjoy it because they get to hear dog talk more, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. They get to laugh a little bit. Uh, and here's what's going to happen to you: that friend is going to thank you. They're going to be overwhelmed with support. That they're going to start sending you cash in the mail. Whiskey is going to show up at your front door. Uh, movie passes, just sporadically. Uh, mini muffin, mini muffin fruit baskets could be yours. Absolutely. If only you would share the glory Gosh. that is talking dogs with other people, they will be so Gosh. appreciative. I promise you. I can't even figure out which of those things that you said is the most valuable. I mean, I, the cash, right? the whiskey, the movie tickets, or the mini muffin fruit basket. Which I'm not even clear what that is, but I want it. I, I yeah, know that I, I know that. I know that I want some of that. No uh, one says no to a mini muffin basket ever. Gosh, why are mini muffins so much better than regular size muffins? I have no idea. But, but it's true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we really appreciate your support of the Talking Dogs podcast. Uh, yes. We are glad that you are here. Uh, and so we're going to jump right into it today. Here we are. Uh, Clint, one of my favorite things, you know this about me, about preseason football, is mm -hmm. the day when Las Vegas releases the season win totals for each team. It is... It's a, it's a great day. It is a holiday yep. of sorts because I get zero work done on that day because I just dive neck deep into schedules and anticipating matchups. Mm -hmm. Trying to predict injuries and figure out w which team is going to win how many games and 
whether or not I should bet the money that I have on them. Right. To do so. Uh, explain to the people who are not degenerate out there how this process works, Clint. Uh, what what the season win totals are all about. So here's what Vegas will do. Vegas, or anybody else for that matter, will come up with a number based upon the team's schedule and strength and say to you uh, who may or may not put a monetary value on a, a thing. Maybe uh, you're just doing say, this for fun. Or you're betting mini muffins. Maybe mini muffins, that's, yes. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe that's your currency. Maybe you live in a city in which currency is mini muffins, in which case, God tell me where that is. Can I move that? Yeah. That's <laughs> can, I, can I get me some of that? Uh, so what will happen is Vegas will put out a number. Uh, for instance, LSU is going to have this many wins, and you have to determine if it's going to be over or under that amount. So if they put it mm. at eight, you have to say to yourself, man, I think it's going to be over eight, under eight, uh, and you put that monetary value to why. So Daniel and I, we went through, we picked some non-SEC teams, and we went mm-hmm. through the entire SEC. When I say entire, we went game by game. And All 14 we, teams, every game. Every game. And we chose winners and losers from all of them. Uh, and we came up with win totals that we're not going to go through and give you our season over under what we anticipate this team will perform better or worse than Vegas thinks. Maybe a couple disclaimers are in order here as we get started. Uh, disclaimer one, take our advice at your own risk. It's, oh, we're, 100%. We're, uh, we're only four episodes in. But you should know by now. And if you don't, it's on you. You should know yeah. by now. Um, we don't have a source that we're getting this information from. Uh, we don't have a guy on the inside uh, who is slipping us folded up sheets of paper that have Missouri's win totals yeah. on them. Yeah. Daniel uh, and I are the least connected guys in all of football. It's true. Uh, but we do love college football, and we yes. do love wagering on college football. And we so do. we have been doing this for a little while. And uh-huh. um, so take our advice at your own risk. We will not be held responsible for your bad choices, among which may be to take our advice or to not take our advice and to wish yeah, actually, that you if, had. If, if, we should say that. This is not, uh, may, may I say, this is for entertainment. This is not advice. So if you were to say, mm. Daniel and Clint advised me to mm. take the over on Washington, guess what? I now have said, yeah. this is nothing advisory whatsoever. I am the legal not. De- the legal department, that's a good disclaimer from the legal department here at the Talking Dogs podcast. Uh, they they have informed us that it, we are required to tell you that this is not advice. This is for your entertainment only. Um, but you should you should take our advice. Uh, second second disclaimer second disclaimer is that our goal here, with that being said, is is to make is to make correct picks. Is to make the money. Yes. Okay. If you're not gambling, our goal here is to give you a dose of reality. We yes. are not trying to be homers, though we are, and we can't hide it. We are not trying to tell you what we hope happens. We are trying to tell you what we actually think is going to happen. That's an important thing to keep in mind because while we will never uh, downplay our Georgia fandom and our hmm. intense hatred for other programs in the SEC, we uh, when it comes to... The $5 that I've earned that I'm going to wager on a team, I'm going to try to do so as much as I can based on actual information and not Correct. how much I want something to happen. So those are my disclaimers. Clint, you got anything else before we jump in here? No. All right, let's do it. The 2018 college football season revealed to you right now. Let's start outside of the SEC. We'll get to the SEC. Let's let's. jump. Jump over to the ACC. Maybe pick a few interesting teams from the ACC. Uh, it's a conference you may have heard of. They play basketball. They and, do really well. Um, yeah. And that's all I know about them. But uh, let's start with with Clemson, with the defending ACC champion. Uh, the mm. number that I see on Clemson is 11. Correct. 
11. We're talking well. about we are talking about regular season wins. Yep. Also, we did not make that clear. This does not include any conference championship games, and it does not include any bowl games. So every team has a total of 12 possible yes. wins. Uh, and maybe should there, this should be the one disclaimer I should give. Uh, Daniel and I are using two different sites. Mine comes from South Point on Covers.com, uh, and Daniel is using FiveDimes.com for the win total. Um, and we're going to compare those two numbers to see how far off maybe some, some sharks or some experts have on their win totals. Uh, but South Point has 11, Five Dimes has 11 as well. Yeah, uh, and I'll just I'll I'll jump right in here. I have Clemson uh, pushing eleven. I've got them winning eleven games. If I um, so that means if you have it a push and it's an even number, it's an even total and not a half game total. Right. Um, you would go with you would take whichever one you think is the most likely, the over or the under. And worst case scenario, you'd get your money back best case scenario you'd win i would definitely in in the case of clemson i would take the over and i would be content to push with 11 i think they're more likely most likely to win 11 games i think they are they are more likely to win 12 than 10 however uh i also have 11 but i would take the under if i was betting on this interesting Um, what what are the the matchups you're nervous about if you're clemson uh, well, if I'm, I'm actually, I'm the one that I have them losing is actually a look ahead game. It's the game before the game that they might be looking ahead to. Oh, I see it already on the schedule here. Uh, I have them. I have them. I'm nervous if I am Clemson fan at NC State mm. uh, is what I am nervous about because NC State has gotten some good recruits. They played good ball last year. And that coach down has got them playing good, good football, solid. They actually think I, they, they took Clemson down to the wire, I think, last year, maybe. Or maybe it was the year before. Whatever they it was, did. it was competitive. They beat them? They had Bradley Chubb, and so yeah. they were a competitive football team last year. That's the week before Clemson goes to Tallahassee to play Florida Correct. State. <clears throat> and so home game, but versus NC State, that's an interesting trap game. I have them losing on the road at Florida State. Not because I think Florida State is going to be. We're not picking Florida State. uh, But not because I think Florida State is going to be a great team. Uh, But I think on the road at Florida State, week two at Kyle Field, Texas A&M, that's going to be a big game. It's going to be a huge atmosphere. Texas A&M fans are going to come out in droves. And Texas A&M is a team early in the year that you truly never know what you're going to get out of them. And so that's, I, I mean, I'm not saying they can't lose that game. I'm just saying if I'm, if I'm betting, I wouldn't touch this, no. first of all, with my actual money. But uh, I feel better about the over than I do the under. I think they'll probably go 11-1 and one and easily win the ACC again and be in the college football playoff again because um, the ACC is down this year yes louisville's bad florida state is not as good as they have been yeah clemson Um, picked a great year to lose a lot of leadership on the offensive side of the ball and come out with some maybe unknowns because uh like you said the whole acc is down speaking of Uh, how bad the acc is uh let's move to the second team on our list and that's the rambling wreck from georgia tech yeah um, yeah. What do, what do you see in the number that I've got for Georgia Tech is six? I got five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. The number that I have for Georgia Tech when I went through and I picked their entire schedule was six. Uh, but I probably would have leaned the over on six, to be honest with you. And so Ooh. I probably would have leaned six to seven. So if it were five and a half, I would take the over in a second with Georgia Tech. All right, tell me why. Uh, because my number, I, I would take the under on five and a half. I got them winning five Oh, you got them winning five. I got them not games. making a bowl game. All right, nope. I got Alcorn State at USF at Pitt. I have them winning all three of those games. Nah, I got, I got them losing Pitt. Clemson, they're obviously losing. Then you got Bowling Green and 
Uh, and then at Louisville. I have them losing at Louisville. I don't think Louisville's uh -huh. going to be very good. But I have them losing at Louisville, beating Bowling Green, obviously. Uh, I have them beating Duke. And then I have them losing at Virginia Tech, at North Carolina, and to Miami. And then I, maybe the swing game of their season comes second to last week of the season. They play Virginia. That's the game I have them winning at home. Yeah. If they can't beat Virginia, if they can beat Virginia at home, I think they'll make a bowl game, uh, and then we know how they're going to close the season in tears. We do, and so in tears. Uh, that's not worth talking about. I got six. No. I got maybe yeah, I got maybe as much as seven, if they sneak up on somebody. Uh, you got under. You got five I got though. A, I got under. You got five. under I, five and a half. I'm down on them. Fantastic. Well, yep. uh, believe me, I, As would I, love, should be. I would love to be yeah. down on them. The, the thing about Georgia Tech is you never really – what are they, they going to do? You well, don't know. Well, that's you what don't I mean. Know. Like, they don't have – they don't have, run a real offense. They don't have no. real players. I and mean, so is, how are you Paul, supposed to predict? Is good old Paul Johnson still coaching down there? Gosh, there was an article in The Athletic. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you subscribe to The Athletic, you have got to find the interview with Paul Johnson – uh, did I send you some of this, Clint? I I I, I thought didn't. about copying, pasting, and sending it to you. It was absolutely fantastic. Where uh, <laughs> uh, Paul Johnson said, um, "I don't give two shits about recruiting rankings." Uh, and yep. in the interview, uh, which is fantastic. And he said the the first question was, "How has the program changed?" in the, whatever, 40 years that you've been here at Coach now is what it feels like. I don't know what it is. And he said, not essentially, he literally said, I don't think our program has really changed at all. The league has gotten a lot better, but we're basically the same. Is that, was how, that his defense for why he should be fired? Is that what he you, meant to say? How are Yeah, that's, that's an indictment that's on you, that's bro. Indictment. That's not... Yeah. What are we talking about right now? How can you take that positively if you're uh, – all right, moving on. ACC, yep. um, let's go to the Fighting Mark Ricks as yeah, our last team in the ACC. The only – I'm going to say the biggest threat to Clemson to win the ACC. Is that fair? The biggest That's threat? That's very fair. Yep. Um, we know they had a good team last year. Um, we know they had a uh, kind of a uh, they were one win in the ACC title game away from being in the playoff. Nobody thought yep. they were going to get that win, but they were there. Uh, I got the number at nine and a half. What number you got for Miami? Ten. Oof. I like nine and a half more because I like the over on nine and a half for Miami. If the number was nine and a half, I'd take the over as well. Even with ten, I'm taking the over on Miami and hoping for a push. And here's here's my sneaker kind of thing. I I don't think I think one of their losses is not gonna be LSU to open the year. I think Miami comes out and beats LSU to open the year. I think they get tripped up labor, maybe by a BC or a Pitt or at V Tech, maybe. Uh, but I don't think one of their two losses is at or uh, against LSU. I have I do not have them losing to LSU either, uh, which is interesting. They were both picking Miami to beat LSU in that game. That is... I wonder how the listeners to this podcast feel about that game. It's it's not like it's in Baton Rouge. It's in no. Arlington. It's in Jerry World, and so uh, there will be Miami fans there. It will be a heck of a Week One game. Uh, I'm very excited about Georgia fans will obviously be watching it very closely to see what in the world LSU is because no yeah, one we're going to talk about LSU in a little bit, but what nobody LSU knows. is right. But Miami's schedule is very easy. It's yeah. very oh, it's cakewalk easy. They have Florida State at home, yeah, which they could easily win, and they have Virginia Tech on the road. That's their second hardest game, and. Every other game on their schedule besides LSU is... So all they have to do is win two out of those... Or win one out of those three games. Yep. And they and they go over nine and a half wins for the season. I think Miami 
over nine and a half. I got him winning ten or eleven. That's uh, great. Pretty comfortably. So that's great. Uh, what hey, conference Daniel. are we moving to next? Uh, give me the Pac-12. Let's go Pac-12. Oh, we got four Lord. teams. Look at, we look at you, West Coaster. I know. Well, I, we got to have something to, to talk about out here because there is. Let me just say, hey, if you're a Pac-12 fan, listen to this, which you're probably not. Stop. Your football stop. is not as good. Just, stop. just literally stop. I hear you all the time on talk radio talking about the Apple Cup being such good football. It, get over yourself, man. It's Let's, not. Let me tell. Let me tell the vast majority of our re, of our listeners. If you're not living on the West Coast and you don't have to hear Pac-12, I I used to live oh. on the West Coast, and the the Pac-12 radio. It's lunacy is it's yeah. insane and it never ends uh man it's it's brutal all right where do you want to start in the mighty pac 12 the team the the conference that produced no team in the top 10 last year i yeah. think uh, uh, let's go let's go with washington their best chance at getting in the college football playoff i think washington uh, i got 10 and a half as the number what i got 10 as the number okay i'd love uh, to I'm, see 10 and a half uh, well, that's that's interesting. Uh, I'm at ten and a half. I'm still taking the over on Washington. Wow. I know. Now look, look. Let so you me got tell Washington you, in the college football playoff? I do. I got Washington 11, at eleven and one. Or I do eleven and one. Nope. I got them eleven and one. Here's the thing: they're not going to lose at Oregon, which is on the road. They got Stanford at home, and then they have the Apple Cup, which is a joke. Um, but their schedule is just a cakewalk. You talk about. Talk about Miami having a cakewalk. Washington's schedule is not difficult. They, I mean, it's always difficult to go to Arizona or Arizona State, those two, and they, they rotate those every single year. But Oregon is not the same Oregon, and Stanford's at home this year. they got to go up to Seattle. Uh, I think they only lose one of those games, and the rest of it, I think they breeze through the Pac-12. Okay, but so you said they lose one game to who? One of which games? Uh, uh yeah, I, I got him winning the opening game. No, I got, I got him winning against Auburn. I do. Washington opens this the season. In case you don't know this, Georgia fans, in Mercedes Benz against Auburn, eighty percent right. Auburn crowd going to be there. And you think Washington is going to win this game? I do. Washington is not winning this game, Clint. Yeah, they it's are. not even going to be close, Clint. I don't know what oh. the line is. Someone find me the line right now on this game. What I don't know what the line is right now, but this game's not going to be close. Auburn is okay. going to manhandle Washington in this in this opening game. Auburn is going to out They're going to bully them. They no. I, they are going to. They are going to. The front lines are going to be a mess. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to the Auburn. What what I think about Auburn? But uh, wow, no. wow. Well, okay, I've got Washington winning nine games this year. Wow. Uh, I got them losing to Auburn. And here are other games I think they could lose. I think they could lose at Utah. I think they could lose uh, at Oregon. I think they could lose to Stanford at home. I think they could lose at Washington State. Uh, I know they will lose to Auburn. And so I got them losing two out of those four that I just mentioned. Or I got them... Uh, having a seizure and losing to BYU or uh, at Cal or something nonsensical. Uh, so I got them. I got them under. I got them being another disappointing season in up in Seattle for the Washington Huskies. So interesting. Uh, that, that is an interesting. Isn't it? Uh, let's go to the team that I think is going to win the Pac-12, the oh, USC wow. Trojans. Okay. Uh, I've got the number at USC at eight and a half. Eight and a half is the same here. I have USC over eight and a half, and when I say over, I mean I have USC going eleven and one. Oh my gosh, Daniel! <laughs> hey, really quick, Daniel, really quick. Who's their starting quarterback? <laughs> Don't care. Don't know. I think that he's, fr- a- he's gonna. He's a freshman guy. Yeah, he's I think he's still kid. 17. He he can't vote, but he's going to mm-hmm. start. Don't matter. And you have him winning 11 games. Hey, um, name a team that won 11 games with a freshman starting quarterback, Clint. Quick. How are about you within you, the last one year? 
Are you How telling about a team me, that you cheer on, for? On. I just, I just want to make sure that I understand what you just did. You just compared this year's USC team to last year's Georgia team. Is what not you just at did. all. I only well, said I only debunked the myth that having a freshman starting quarterback matters. Because, oh, it matters at USC because the rest of the roster is adequate. Look, maybe. the Ronald I, Jones, not having Ronald Jones is much bigger deal than not having Sam Donald. Let me ask you this. I agree. Can this quarterback, is it even physically possible for him to turn the ball over as much as Sam Darnold turned it over last no. year? No, it's an impossibility. Okay. That, then, that universe does not exist. You're right. Okay, <laughs> then, then it'll be an upgrade at quarterback. Whoever they That's have, true. it will be an upgrade. I get the running back situation is questionable. So you... So you have them beating Stanford. Oh, so so the three games I have, Notre Dame, Stanford, and Texas are my three lookouts. What I have them losing, and you Correct. have them winning two out of those three. Uh, I have them winning. Uh, who do I have them losing to? I have them beating Stanford in week two. That game's on the road. I get it. Yeah. Um. And who who is your other lookout? Oh, no, I got them beating Texas. I have them losing at Utah. That's the game I have them losing. At Utah. You have them beating Notre Dame and Stanford, but losing to Utah. I mean, look, weeks two and three of this season, are we'll know everything we need to know about USC everything. in weeks two. They play at Stanford and then yeah. at Texas the next week. Yep. That's an insane two-week stretch. That's really um, not, a, weeks, that's not fair. Whoever for, did that to USC, that's For weeks up. two and three of the season. I have them winning both of those games at uh, Stanford and at Texas, and uh, and then Pac-12's garbage, and so I got them. Yeah. You know, like most Pac-12 yeah. games are, they're going to be favored, and that's not not too big of a deal. But no. yeah, I got them All going right. eleven to one, I, easily covering eight and a half, though. I, I got them covering eight and a half, but I got them at nine wins. Anybody else we want to talk about in the Pac-12? Uh, how about really quick? Let's just do it really quick. We got the fighting Chip Kellys at US or UCLA. Oh, uh, over under Chip for Kelly. me is five, and I got him under. I got him at four because I, there's nothing left at UCLA for him to even use. There's no players there. Yeah, I got the number I see on five times is five and a half, which is a better number if you're going to take the under. Because I yeah. have him at five. I would probably stay away from a five and a half. If you had him, at, if I had him at four, you know, with the number of five and a half, I'd feel good. I think Chip Kelly will Chip Kelly his way to a few wins. They're going to beat Cincinnati week one. Yes, they will. Yes, okay, hundred percent. They're going to lose to Oklahoma by two hundred points. Oh in my week gosh, two. yeah, it's going to be disgusting. Uh, but then they'll beat Fresno State. They'll already have two wins in the first three weeks of the season. And then yep. they'll get an off week. They have a they have a bye week four. This is getting deep into their schedule, but I think Chip Kelly will have some time to put in some stuff, and he'll be able to use who he's got. He's a gimmick coach, and he's so a gimmick. you're right. You're right. And so he'll be uh, able to find a way to gimmick with his players. Right. Speaking uh, of gimmick gimmick coaches, <laughs> can we talk real quick about my favorite coach in the NCAA, which is Herm Edwards out at Arizona State? Because the man hasn't coached football in like 15 it, years. Any level of football, by the way. When was the last time he coached college football, Clint? Never. I, the answer I, is never. never. The answer is never. He was with the never. New York Jets and then ESPN. He was coaching up interns how to do his coffee right more yeah. than he was coaching football players. Um, the over-under I have is five games. I got him at I got it at four and a half, and I still take the under and feel oh. so good about it. Oh, Daniel, they might only win two games all year. My worst-case scenario is they win two. I think they win four, and I took the under as well. No, I think they win two. I have my worst-case scenario is zero. Yeah. And I have, I have my worst case scenario is they lose by a field goal to the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners in Week One, and then they go on to spiral out of control and don't win another game the rest of the season. It's going to be bad, Edwards, guys. And Herm Edwards is seen reading a fiction novel on the sidelines during a game. That's... Her, Herm calls ESPN up and says, "Hey, is that contract still valid? <laughs> Did you shred it yet?" Uh, all right, the final one before we actually get to people we care about in the SEC. Notre Dame, the number I have is nine and a half. Notre Dame. Uh, I've got nine and a half as well, and I am comfortably under. I got them winning oh, eight. I got them going eight and four. 
Notre Dame, Daniel. eight and four. I mean, I don't see anybody on their schedule that terrifies me. What are you talking about? They're going to lose to Michigan in the first week of the season. Oh, oh my gosh! Fighting um, Jim Harbaugh. They are, and um, and I think Michigan's going to win seven games. By the way, I picked them as well, and I think they're going to win seven games. And and yet, I think that one of those seven is going to be Notre Dame. Let's see. I got them losing to Michigan. I got them beating Ball State and Vandy and everybody else until they get to Virginia Tech on the road. Loss. Uh, and then I got them beating Pitt and Navy and Northwestern. And then they play Florida State at home. Loss. Syracuse. And at USC. Loss. That's four losses. Michigan at Virginia Tech. Florida State at USC. Which of those teams are they going to beat? Uh, I... I got them beating Stanford. I got them beating. USC. I got them beating got Stanford them... too, but they could easily lose that game. You're right. They could. I I think the one loss is. I, I agree. Uh, Virginia Tech at Blacksburg. I'm nervous about that. Notre Dame. Um, I'm not nervous about USC. I'm not nervous about Stanford and Michigan. Wow. I'm tired of hearing about Michigan. Just I'm tired of it. Um, Michigan's got I, some. I have... Michigan's got some dudes up front. Oh, um, their defense is and. Is nuts. If they have a quarterback, they've got that kid, that transfer, whose name I can't remember Shea right Patterson. now. Yeah, and, and if and if he can play, I'm telling you. All right, okay. I've got Michigan winning this. seven games, but and obviously you're not as high on USC, no, as as I am. Will so. all right. Well, all let's, right, get let's, get into, let's get into real football. Yeah. Can we talk yes, about please. that for a second? We all can. Right. Um, uh, how we're going to do this is we're going to start in the West. And then we're going to go to the East. And disclaimer, we're going to end with the dogs. So we're going to get everybody else before that. Uh, so, Daniel, who do you want to start with in the West? Uh, let's start at the bottom. Yeah. Ar- Arkansas. I have Arkansas at the bottom as well. Uh, I got Arkansas. I got them at six. This is what yep, Vegas same. has their win total. And I'm, I'm taking the under. I feel pretty good about it. I got, I got five, five wins. For the Razorbacks. I got four wins. I feel great about the under here. Yeah. Yeah, you do feel great about it. I got them losing Arkansas. I got them losing to the fighting Mike Bobos in week uh, two. Week two. Yeah, I got the same thing. Week two, I think Colorado Mike, State is just going to have Mike a field Mike Bobos is going to run the damn ball, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and they are going to, in Fort Collins, Arkansas don't go up to Fort Collins and win. Not against yeah. Mike Bobos' squad. No, he ain't gonna let him. Yeah, you're not gonna do that. Uh, yeah, I got a, a. It's a. It's a. It's tough sledding for Arkansas. I think they're yes. obviously their offense is gonna be better. Can be worse. Uh, they, you know, it's Chad Morris. He's gonna get his. He's gonna get something done there. Uh, Arkansas is a very hard place to win. Obviously, uh, but but it's yeah, it's a tough road to hoe. And they get Vandy. Um, their non-conference is bad. And yet, still, Vandy and Mizzou are their crossover games, and I still only got them winning five. Yeah, uh, it's, they're just—they're not bleak. good. They're not—they're nope. not good. Um, speaking right. of not good, <laughs> uh, let's um, let's go over to uh, to Ole Miss. How about uh, that? Well, I I got a tie for next place up. I got a I got a tie, Ole Miss and A and M. Oh my! Uh, oh my! Indeed, I couldn't feel more differently than you about oh. this. Uh, well, let's then let's go Old Miss because my number for over under is six from Covers dot com. Me too. I have six okay. as well, and, and I got I have, pushing. I have them under. I have them five as well as Arkansas. I have Old Miss and Arkansas tied in the cellar. I got I got them six. Um, their road games are LSU, Arkansas, A&M, Vandy, which is not the toughest slate of... I mean, A&M's tough to even go to College Station and do that. Arkansas is not that good. I'm down on LSU, and Vandy is Vandy. Uh, but home against Auburn, Mississippi State, and South Carolina, those are going to be tough sledding. I, I got them pulling out of there with six wins and, and making the push. No. No. I just can't. In the second half of the season, Vandy is the only win I have for them. Yeah, it, I mean, I have them losing. I have them losing way. at Arkansas. 
Oh yeah, I don't I don't see that. That's the difference we have. That's the game yeah, that we have because I, I have. I mean, that's obviously the swing game between these two schedules. But I have I have Ole Miss losing at Arkansas, and then obviously they're not going to be Auburn or South Carolina no. or at A and M or Mississippi State. No. They're not going to win any of those games. So no, yeah, yeah. I got them at five okay. wins, but you apparently I got also A&M have A and M at six wins. I do. Wowzers. Uh, so the, the number I have on A&M is seven and a half. I got seven. Okay. Well, I got seven and a half. So if you want to go over to five dimes and get some money down on uh, I'm, A&M. I'm putting money down as soon under, as we finish recording this. Under seven and a half. Because yeah. I'm taking A&M over seven and a half. Oh. Yeah. I got A&M Daniel. winning. I got A&M winning eight games this year. No. Daniel. Do you want me to tell you which ones? I do actually. They're going to beat North the Northwestern State Demons, which, by the way, Northwestern State Demons. Primary color for Northwestern State, Clint. Go. Uh, purple. Yeah, you you had to have seen it in your research. No, There's I didn't. No way you know the primary color for Northwestern State. Uh, well, uh, it was a it's a color that no reasonable school would have as their primary color. But also, Northwestern is purple, like. The, yeah. the University of Northwestern. And then there's and a school called Northwestern State. State, also purple. Uh, I have them losing to Clemson, obviously. Yep. Maybe not obviously, but obviously. Um, and I'm, then I have them beating UL Monroe. I have them losing to Alabama. I got them 2-2 two and two after uh-huh. week four. I got them beating Arkansas. I got them beating Kentucky. I got them winning at South Carolina. I get that. Maybe you disagree. I got them losing to Mississippi State and Auburn. And then I got him no. beating Ole Miss, UAB, and LSU. No. What's the problem with no. that schedule? Where uh, do you see LSU, the problem? LSU. They're not beating LSU. At home? They're, you've they're, been telling me not. this entire podcast, LSU's not any good at football. We're going to get to no. them, apparently. But, like, you've been... Uh, I think A&M is worse at football than LSU. And LSU is is down from last year where they were. But A&M's worse than that. Uh, I have them losing against Arkansas. I have them losing it at Mississippi State. Um, uh, I don't uh, Auburn the same thing. South Carolina. You have the same them thing. losing at home to Arkansas. Is what you said. We have to go back. Uh, hold on. You have Texas A and M. Hold on. No, that's hold not. On, but, I'm uh, sorry. That game's in AT and T Stadium. It's not at home. They play that neutral side game every year. Oh, because they still think the they're confusion. part of the Big Eight. I have that game closer, and I went with the loss. Um, just that's how down I am on an A&M. I don't think Jimbo's going to have first year magic. I don't think. I, I mean, eight and four is not first year magic, but I got him winning eight games for sure. I I mean, I don't know if I'd put money on over eight, but I would probably put money on over seven to think I would at least catch a push at worst. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, let's go to LSU then. Let's talk about. Let's talk about LSU. Might as well. Uh, is that who? You, Okay, might as well. Uh, my number I have is seven. I got seven and a half as well, same as A&M, and I have them same as A&M. I have them winning eight games. I have them winning eight games as well. I got them eight and four. You got them eight and four, and one of those losses is is to Miami. Okay, yes, one of those losses is to Miami. Look, here's the deal. Uh, their quarterback, Justin McMillan, is a fourth-year guy. He couldn't beat out at Ling. Let, let that just sink in. Yeah. He had four years to beat out Etling. Couldn't do it. There's no one left, so they just said, all right, kid, I, I guess, guess it's you. We have we I forgot mean, to recruit a quarterback for the last four years, so I guess you can do, you can have it. Geis is gone. Uh, so that, that running back sophomore kid is a fantastic returner. He is lightning quick on returns. I have not seen him tote the rock on first, second, third down. Uh, LSU, I have no clue. They haven't had an identity in offense in years, but I have no idea what their identity is this year. Just clueless. So I, yeah. I think eight wins is 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 generous. I, I think the push at seven is more likely, but um, I still think they have enough talent on defense, and they're they are not the bottom of the SEC. So I, I went eight. I I went eight too. I could lean more towards seven on this one. Seven and a half is, is a number that would make me very nervous with LSU because yeah. I could lean more toward 
seven. I don't want to get into some of the specifics of who I think they could lose to because those are their teams that we haven't talked about yet. And so yeah. maybe Good I'll call. just hold off on that. But um, right. yeah. What and if, so well, we haven't talked about Mississippi State yet. Surely you have Mississippi State next, right? Uh, I do have Mississippi State next. Okay. The number right. I have is eight and a half. Me too. Uh, I have them over. Uh, me I have too. Them nine wins. Me too. I have them just over eight and a half. Uh, I think they they start off five and zero. Oh. I, I read I read some stuff about how Kansas State's going to get Mississippi State, and and I'm no. sorry, people, don't talk to me no. about Manhattan, Kansas. Come on. Uh, we're not. No, Mississippi State is going to beat Kansas State in week two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I I really like Mississippi State. Um, maybe foreshadowing for for you. I do not have them starting off as four. I have them starting off as four and zero, not five and zero. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Who they play in Week Five? Do, do you know who they return on the D line this year? Oh yeah, they've got a D line that is not able to tackle Georgia players, but is very good from what I've heard, uh, other than that one time when they got the absolute crap kicked out of them in Sanford Stadium. But, uh, yeah, no, they have a they have a team, but they're just... Uh, and people, I don't know, people love Joe Moorhead, and Big Ten people, national people, just can't wait to talk to you about how good Joe Moorhead is. And right. how much he's going to be the savior of any program that he touches, blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's true. Maybe Mississippi State really found a dude here. Uh, I mean, I have him winning nine games in the SEC West, which yeah. that, that that's pretty good. That's real good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I we'll see. We'll see about Mississippi right. State. They could completely right. let me down. Uh, but. All right. We'll go from there. All right, let's 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 talk about Auburn and Alabama. Who do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's go Auburn. All right. The Plainsman. Nine is my number. Plainsmancovers.com uh, has him nine. I got him at nine and a half. I'd love to see Ooh. nine because I got him winning ten games. Oh, Daniel, we're going to have words over this. Um, I have them winning. I, uh, I'm waiting for you yeah, to say like I, six. I have them winning eight games. Eight games. Eight games. I have them losing to Washington. Holy crap. I know. Oh, that's right. Okay, we already talked about that. You have them losing to Washington, right. which is asinine. But we can move past that. We've already talked about it. We've already have. Do, Do you have them losing to Mississippi have, State? I have them losing to Mississippi State. Wow. Yep. That's and then I probably could guess the other two games that you have. You could guess the other two games. Um, here's the deal: their D is is going to be good. Like, don't they have all uh, basically all juniors and seniors on their defense? Their D is going to be good. Their O line, they've replaced everyone on the O line. Oh, this just into carry on Johnson and his bum shoulder that he kept in miraculously somehow, no longer there. They have a kid who is sopping what one eighty five, who's like a home run hitter, but. I'm sorry. I I don't see a new offensive line, um, uh, a new running back with not a lot of maybe skill. I don't know. Unproven. Uh, I just don't see Stedham having the time in in the year he did last year going forward this year. I don't. Listen, this is where I could. I would love to be proven wrong, obviously. This is the difference between what I want to happen and what I think will happen. But... If there's going to be something for Gus Malzahn that if I'm an Auburn fan, which I can't even process what that would be like, but for an Auburn fan, if there's going to be something I'm not going to worry about about Gus Malzahn, it's going to be his ability to find a run game, right? I mean, Gus Malzahn could line up you and me back there and figure out a way to run the ball. That's literally all he's ever done for his entire career, plus have Cam Newton that one time. So, other than that, like, that's... 
Auburn is going to be fine. The big question mark is the O-line running game that you're talking about. Well, Auburn's going to be able to run the football. They're going to be a physical team. Their defense still has physical dudes on it. And yeah. Stidham's, Stidham's pretty good. I mean... Uh, I, I watched him get pressured games and just crumble. Yeah. The guy is, is not good when he gets something in his face. Uh, I, if the number was eight and a half, I'd still take the under. I think... Wow! I, I, I'm not high on Auburn this year, clearly. Wow. If the number was eight and a half... I would, I would, I would go neck deep into the over. Yeah, yeah. I got Auburn winning ten games. I feel pretty good about it. Let's talk about Alabama. The number is eleven. I got him. I got him pushing at eleven. I got him over. I got him over at eleven. There's yeah. no. I look. Here's the thing. It's Alabama. Their non-conference schedule is their big non-conference game is against Louisville. Yeah, it's okay. So don't talk to me about that. Um, their their hardest game on their schedule is at LSU. Mm-hmm. Maybe home against Auburn. Auburn, right. it's a, it's Auburn and LSU coin toss between. But here's the thing: Is Nick Saban going to lose to Auburn two years in a row with the second year of that being at home? No, no, he's not. No, and so the hardest game on their schedule is LSU, I, and I think Stop they sneak it. up. I think I think LSU sneaks up, Stop and it. for one week they put something together. Here's here's the deal: if Alabama, I, have you seen Najee Harris run the football? Uh, no, because they don't t- ever use him. Well, well okay. <laughs> So, so on the West Coast, he's he's from the Bay Area. Watching recruiting of this guy, if they got any sense and just started him from down one, there would be no one touching. The guy is a is a freak. I've never. It's incredible. Um, they're keeping him off the field, which is just the stupidest thing to me. Uh, anyway, that's besides the point. I think my, LSU sneaks up on him, takes a my game logic and steals though it with him. Alabama is if the numbers eleven. You take the over, and oh, you yeah. bet, and you bet as much as you can on it. Because yes. is Alabama going to lose two games this year? No. no, no, no. Alabama is not. And so, you're, worst case scenario, you're going to push at eleven. Yes. Best 100%. case scenario, it's you could call it fifty-fifty. They lose a game, but but they're not losing two. This no. team is not losing two. They're no. going to slide right into the SEC championship game. Uh, and my are. and my bet is they're going to be twelve and zero when they do. No, not sadly. You want them there. You need them I, there. I, I do. Oh, you gosh, want it. You're right. You're right. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank let's you. get okay. to the East. We got to well, let's let's roll quickly through the through the garbage of the uh, East. Kentucky. Okay. I got a, I got the number at five and a half, and I'm so under this number that I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't write three wins fast enough. I have Kentucky <laughs> winning three games this year. Uh, I got him winning five, uh, and the number I had at five and a half was at covers, uh, so I have him under. Um, but I'm real down games. on Kentucky. I got Vandy yeah, yeah. winning the battle of Vandy and Kentucky. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, speaking of Vandy, their number is four and a half, and I have them under that. I have them winning four because they beat uh, Kentucky. F- uh, I have four, and I have them over because I took Vandy, Graham, but I have winning five games. Uh, we can agree. Vandy and Kentucky are going to be bad. No? Garbage. Uh, garbage. Let's talk about another team that's going to be bad. That's uh, the University of Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, this is a bad team, Clint. This is a bad team. It's a bad it's team. A, it's a bad team. What was the score of that game team. last year? I think, hold on, let me let me uh, refresh my memory. I think there was a zero on one side of the scoreboard. Dig deep into the, it's 41 to nothing. And I, it was 41. And I think there was 41 on, yeah, 41 to nothing, and we cleared the stadium. I don't know if you if you remember that, because I do. Just full uh, full surrender Cobra position from every <laughs> Fetal UT position. Event. There were no champions of life that day, folks. There were not. I got the numbers five and a half, and I got Tennessee under it. I have Tennessee winning five games, not going to a bowl game, and and talking the entire time about how they're one year away. They're uh, one, five one and year a half away. Is, 
They they're so close, Daniel. They're on the cusp. I don't know if you know that. Jeremy Pro on the cusp. Yeah, uh, I have five and a half as well as the number from covers, and I have them at six wins. I have them on the over, and six I feel gross wins. about it. Daniel, I don't know how they keep winning as a pro. Literally, I don't know how they win more than three games a year every single year. I, it's it's baffling to me, and yet here they are. Um, I'm looking at this schedule, Clint, and I do not see six wins. I got them beating Vanderbilt, and I and I thought yep. twice about it. And that no, was how I gave Vandy. them their fifth win. I got them beating well, both Kentucky and Vandy, and that's how they got to five. I don't see. There's not a chance in this world they get to six. They the nah. next team that they would have to beat is Missouri. You got them beating Missouri. Uh, I don't. I don't have them beat Missouri. But let's let's go to a team that I think will give a little clarity. What? Let's go to Florida. Okay. Florida. Let's go to Florida, Daniel. Over under on Florida is seven and a half at covers. What's five dimes? I got the I got the number at eight. Uh, I have under, and I have them winning six games this year. I got them winning eight games this year. Yeah. I I think Daniel, Florida's I think Florida's gonna be yeah. I said it on the last podcast. You're just uh, scared I, you're just I, scared, Daniel. No, That's I'm, not, you are. I'm not scared of Florida. I have Florida losing to Georgia. But, okay, good. but I have them beating other teams. Uh, by the way, I think, speaking of losing to Georgia, I think Florida's going to be 6-1 and one when it goes into the cocktail party. I, think I could not. I, I think they're kidding gonna, me? I think, I think Florida's going to be 6-1 and one when they go into the cocktail party, which means that's going to be a lot of fun. Damn, Which means I'm going to throw up a lot. You're that outside your mind. No, they I'm not. May start, they may start 0-4. Losing to Charleston Southern in week one? No, I'm uh, just joking. Okay, <laughs> they couldn't, they're going to start 4-0. Their first four games yeah. are Charleston Southern, Kentucky, Colorado State, and at Tennessee. They're not losing yeah. any of those games, and there's not no, even they're winning all of them. a half a doubt about um, it. They may only win one game the rest of the year after that. Against Idaho? Uh, hey, I said maybe. You Again, got him. I, I, have you seen the depravity of these people? That's that's all I'm saying. I, Felipe Franks is still the quarterback. He I, walked I away from games. I'm telling you, I'm, there's just enough of me that thinks that there's something in Felipe Franks. Oh that, my goodness! That listen, if if Shark Bait couldn't get it out of him, Jim McElwain, then <laughs> maybe it's in there for Dan Mullen. I'm just there's something about this Florida team. I don't think they're gonna be another four win team or whatever. That's just not right. what Florida does. I I I think they could be a four win team two years from now based on the way recruiting's going. I'm I'm happy to talk about that. Okay. But this team, uh, I think, loses to Florida State and still wins eight games wow. this year. All right. So, uh, let's go to Mizzou. Mizzou. Man, Mizzou is a team. The number seven. They're a hard team. Mizzou right, is a, a team. Oh, that's even worse. Mizzou worse. is a team I that I. Love, don't not actually with my heart, but I think they're going to be much improved this year. I think Missouri is going yeah. to be. I think as much as uh, Odom is just sort of a hillbilly football coach, he's getting something done at Missouri. Yeah, and they're they're moving in a trajectory. Missouri is a team that I went into this thinking I don't care what the number is, I'm going to take the over on Missouri. Right, and then I started looking at the schedule, Clint, and the schedule is awful. It's brutal. It is. Re- I have Missouri going two and zero, and then going zero and four, and then yeah. going six and zero. That's how I have them winning eight games to go over seven. I have them go. I have them winning two in a row, losing four in a row, winning six in a row, at the end. 
of all the teams, I think I know what you mean why you love Mizzou. Of all the teams that's so hard, Missouri is so difficult to get a grasp on because Locke, he, he may be the best quarterback when all is said and done. Um, sure. Do you know the next the next closest SEC passing yard total to him was 800 yards away last year? There was a gap of 800 yards between – it's just insane. He is really, really good. Um, well, the rest and of the they, team – yeah, and they they play different football than the rest of the SEC. Oh, they do, they, right. So they're the hardest for me to judge. I took six games because of what you said. The schedule is a meat grinder, and I don't know anything else about their talent level outside of the quarterback. So I, I, I just went six and six and just split it down the middle. No, I think they're going to – I think their season is going to look a lot like last year. I think they're going to start out very slow, and and then I think they're going to win a bunch of games at the end. Just like they did last year. I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. Uh, partly because they won't have such a terrible schedule. Right. Um, towards the end of the year. Right. Uh, all right. So South Carolina is the only team besides Georgia we haven't talked about, right? South Carolina. All right. I got the number, number seven, seven and a half. Seven for me. I got them over. I got, I got them, them over as well. I got them winning eight. Same here. South Carolina's a they're a good team. They good. they have good players. Not not a ton of good players. They don't have a lot of great depth. But they have good players. On their, top, their, their three their big three on offense is really, really good. Yeah. Dal, Bentley, and, and Debo are good talent skill guys. Their defense, who the heck knows? But their big three on offense, I, I, that's a really good three. Um, and I think they could they could be competitive. I think they will be competitive in most games except week two, yeah. which we just for the record, I'm not nervous about South Carolina sure. in week. I'll be two. nervous for both of us. Um, but after they take that L, I think they're going to be just fine for the rest of the way. Yeah. I think they win. I think they win eight games. So Great. there's no need to talk anymore about it. Let's talk about what everybody no. really wants to talk about. Here we go. All right, Daniel, the lead up. The number I have is ten and a half. Ten and a half is the number, which is a gross, gross, gross number to me. Hated seeing it. It is. Hated oh. it. Wanted the number to be ten, hoping even now somebody bets it down to ten. Somebody make a big, big play on the under for me okay. and bet that number down to 10 so that I can take it. Um, when I went through and I picked the games, I have us uh, at 11 and 1. And so I have the over technically, but I would not bet the over. Just so we're clear, Georgia fans, I would not bet the over on um, 10 and a half. So you have us you have us losing to Auburn? I have us losing to LSU. To LSU, okay. And I have us beating Auburn at home. I have us losing to LSU on the road. I obviously have us beating South Carolina. And I have us losing on the road to LSU, which makes, means both Georgia and Florida will be 6-1 and one in my prediction. They'll be both, we'll both be 6-1 and one going into the cocktail party. Yeah. Which is insane to think about that that could be a reality. Uh, we will not be... At six and one with Florida, Florida. It's, this this game is not going to be that competitive um, because Florida is not going to have that record, and we will be perfect. As a matter of fact, Daniel, oh stop, we'll be we'll be perfect throughout the entire year, mm, Daniel. Gross. We will be twelve and zero heading into the SEC. I don't care. I, I, w- I wanted not I didn't want this to come out twelve and zero. As I was going through the games, I did not want it. Auburn's coming to our place. LSU on the road, yes, um, but our biggest question mark is can can our D line and linebackers hang? And I've already told you about my questions on LSU. So Florida is my biggest question, which is always I'm I'm with you on that. We shouldn't overlook, but everywhere else, I just I just see us steamrolling. I did not want to choose twelve and zero, Daniel. I'm not happy about it. But you did. But it's what I but I did because I think it is the most likely scenario. Look, looking at it on paper, I can see where a 12 and 0 makes like comes out of the wash. 
when you go through it. Right. But but just going by this is just you look at this team, this is not a twelve and O team. It's just not like it's not a this is not a twelve and O season. Listen, we can do all the things that we want to do, Georgia fans, and still be and be ten and two in the regular season. Right? We can right. we can go ten and two mm-hmm. win the East beat Alabama in the SEC championship game and get make the, the playoff and win the right. national championship. And so I'm not saying this team doesn't have what it takes to win the national championship, uh, which I think the odds right now are eight and a half to one about. Yeah. So you put a hundred dollars down, you'd win eight fifty if we won the national championship. Uh, so I'm not saying we don't have what it takes to win the national championship or that we're not even a, a, a decent bet to win the national championship at those odds. But all of that could happen and us go under the 10.5 wins that we're slated for. And so the over 10.5 makes me extremely nervous. Again, if somebody bet it down and I got to 10... I would take the over, knowing that worst case scenario this season is ten and two for us. Worst yeah, case scenario is ten and yeah. two, but ten and two is a scenario I could definitely see. All right, well, yeah. that's it. There it is, people. We'll see. All right, that's that's the win totals. Like them, don't like them. Uh, as always, if you've got comments on our comments, if you've got hot takes on our hot takes, hit us up hey, on you know Twitter. What you yeah, you know what you should do before you do anything else today to get your whiskey and your money mm. raining down on you from friends? Mm. You should you should recommend this podcast to other people that love talking about football and Georgia football. There you go. And then Clint has guaranteed that you will be the recipient of some sort of delicious miniature-sized muffins. So 100%. You can take that to the bank. Uh, Please do. All right, guys. We'll be back uh, on Monday with another episode when we will be less than four weeks until college football. Cannot wait. Fantastic. All right. Talk to you guys later.